just look around you for inspiration is basically what I'm saying. So as soon as you looked out that window, you saw palms, you saw water, even though it's in a city and it's a hustle and bustle busy, you can bring the environment close to you, which makes people feel so much more at ease. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Well, hello everyone, it's Bernadette back with another episode of She Renovates. So we're going on a slight detour today, a detour from our normal tone and topic. The title of this episode is How to Channel India Hicks Without Having to Move to the Bahamas. So a little bit of tongue in cheek, but I've invited Cherie Lamb, one of our Wonder Women, in to have a chat about this. Cherie and I have done the hard yards on quite a few projects together. So we've had these conversations on a quite a regular basis. And so I thought we would let you into one of those discussions. Now, we all love the island style a la the Indonesian flavour a la Three Birds, but often it doesn't really work for your market. And so that's where, you know, if you're wanting to have some softness in your design, I have found that you can pick up some great cues from India Hicks and that's what we're going to be talking about. Now, Cherie was on the phone, on so the audio wasn't as good as I would like it to be, but I think it's okay, so I hope you'll agree with me and we're going to go for it. Cherie has a keen interest in design and interiors and in fact I think the other day you said you said something about how do you tell if someone's an interiors addict and then you went through all the photos on your phone of all the web clips and things you'd taken so I think you pretty much qualify (laughs) just saying (laughs) so I thought that today we might just talk about something a bit lighter. What we're going to talk about is the sort of the island style that was pioneered by India Hicks. I've invited Cherie to share that conversation with me. And so welcome. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Really good. So you and I spent quite a bit of time together last week getting Charmer Street on the market. So that's a welcome relief to have it off our plate. (laughs) what an event it was great though yeah it's it's nice to have it done it's great after the fact (laughs) that's correct (laughs) so let's get into this we tend to well particularly with our interiors sometimes live vicariously through others so we take inspiration from people that we perceive to be living our ideal life it sounds a bit shallow but it's not really that shallow. And India Hicks is uh, is one of those people. She's someone that's very prominent in the design world. What's your view on, like, do, would you agree that we live vicariously through others, Shuri? Yeah, totally. I think um, when you're coming to styling and your own design, people often don't know where it comes from or they copy or, but you can use other people's styling for inspiration. But I just had to think about the questions and I just thought, 
But if we are mindful and you are really present and sit with yourself and you'll understand what it is about India Hicks' styling and her um, brilliant photography um, that resonates and creates some powerful emotional ties. If you hark back to, you know, most Australian kids remember searching shorelines for treasure, trash and treasure and a plump feather pillow at their nanas and the sprinkler and running across the lawns. And if you search your own memory and gather your styling that's all around you, right where you are now, you'll create that belonging and your own natural style. Exactly. And so we just really look other designers who've been able to do this really articulately yes. to, I guess, to take some cues and to enrich our own style. Would you agree? Yeah, totally. Mm. I mean, mm. I love I love coastal because I live on the coast, um, and I'm often down having a look what's on the beach and and how to get inspiration. I guess we've all got a bit of art, and uh, we're creative, and that's all a natural flow. And when you're feeling well and and centered, you can you can let that come through your styling. Absolutely, uh, I think that's what. When you when you look at the photos of any like interior designers and and uh, photographers especially, India Hicks, uh, you know, comes from a a family of interior designers. Her father's a famous interior designer and photographer. Her she herself is a model, uh, well, has yeah. been in her previous life. She's often been in front of the camera and she often sees other things and she just goes out into her environment and clips photos like we all do and then when you look into that it's what makes you feel at home when you look at those photos that that's really interesting and the the thing about her is that uh, her background was very aristocratic her mum was lady pamela mountbatten she was actually prince charles and diana's um flower girl so yeah Yes. And you can actually see in her style, although it's really casual, there's that sense of the establishment. Have you, do you notice that? Totally. She, yeah, she, everything that you could imagine. Um, well, obviously she's a model. We'd all like to look like that. but um, <laughs> We do look like that, Sheree. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All slender um, and she's just natural. I look at her and if she, if she didn't speak, when you wouldn't hear the accent, you might imagine that she's, you know, northern coastal Australian, you know, the epitomises that kind of look. Like she's yeah. known as all her life as her, I mean, you know, when you're the, the Queen's cousin, her mother, and her father is very famous, David Hicks, as an interior designer. So she grew yeah. up creativity around her at all times and then being in front of the the camera as a model of course you know she's very at one with the water and that's why I feel like if you're a person that feels coastal or you love the water or love the bush or whatever that's how you can reflect your own style through what you what you do in your homes exactly yeah and and I think the thing that has really defined her style is the fact that she's lived her adult life in the Bahamas that's right, yeah. So, yeah, she had, uh, according to her history, of course, you know, I haven't stalked her, but I like studying people. 
yeah, she, like I've got her on Insta and things as as millions of people do. Um, she's known the Bahamas well as a child, obviously aristocratic kind of upbringing. They had a, um, what do you call it, holiday home there. Then she met someone on the island and fell in love and it was a whirlwind and then they have four of their own children and one uh, child from the Bahamas that they adopted. So, you know, they've really lived, obviously those children didn't stay there all the time. They would be adults now. They would have come off to boarding school and all the rest. As she get, leaves and comes back, she leaves and goes to Milan and Paris and, and all over the world and brings back travel trinkets, as we all do. Mm. Um, and when you're looking through her styling, it's just exactly how you would want it in your own home in as much as if you've had a trip to Africa or you've had a trip to Italy, you can have a little like vignettes all around with your travel experiences on display. Exactly. I think that's where her sort of Bahaman island style differs from the Balinese style or the Indonesian style, which we have a lot of, that sort of ties to history in in terms of the European history. And I noticed the other day I was looking at one of her settings. The table was set with willow pattern, an antique willow pattern um, yeah. flatware, but it was just stunning. And and I think that's where the style differs from what we're so used to, you know, what we bring back from our trips to Bali and so on. Yeah, I think you can see, if you can see the differences there, it's depth to the styling and as much as, um, I think I read that article how she'd gone to a shop in England and, and, and or a boot car boot sale or something like that and found the old willow plates. But if people don't know blue and white willow plates, it's a, it's a really good story. Have a read. She didn't have a complete set, but what she, most people might go, oh, my gosh, I haven't got six or I haven't got eight. But to her, just like me, <laughs> that that's part of it and you feel okay I can mix and match with things yeah. um, and that's what she that's what she did to create a set I mean she's famous for her in one of her stories she says I knew I couldn't cook from an early stage so she thought but what I can do what am I, what else am I good at like not everyone's a decorator and a styler just as she's not a good cook but what else can I do I think I can set the table decorate yeah. the table so she yeah. was more that way inclined and creative and inventive and she just took from her surroundings and all the settings that you see where she's put on grand dinners for a hundred people and she was raising money she had a huge dinner just like some of us do Bernadette and yeah, uh, yeah and and just to have a look at it outside her style is a lot of natural coastal it's timber rattan palm tree motifs corals coastal shore finds I've had written down there, palm greens and neutrals. I noticed in the flooring that she often too is, is either um, timber or black and white checkered tile floors. You see all around her collection of her travels. Exactly, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's against a backdrop of often the furniture is quite formal, would you yes. say? Yes, it's an eclectic um, antique that's coming from British colonial and what she's been handed down, I would imagine. Often the furniture would just be uh, bought there and then it might be 100 years old, you know, and, and stored and just left in the house because there's no way you could be carting these all around on. So um, they used to just leave it and drape it and then when the next person came they could dust it off and, 
and adjust it to their style. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, so if we were to replicate that, I have to say, the reason I started thinking about India Hicks was when we were doing Charmer Street, you know, that view out over Prince Alfred Park. Yes. I was seeing the big date palms made yes. me think about when we're styling in like in Sydney or in Australia, there is a tendency to go to that coastal look. We just tend to gravitate to that. But I was thinking, no, we can't do that because the coast, it's not a location that lends itself to coastal look but it does lend itself to something that's a little bit more sophisticated. Those palm trees and the view really, you know, I think um, bring that back. Uh, and I think if you look out around you, if people were thinking, where am I going to, you know, how am I going to style this? I mean, a lot of people successfully live in inner city and have, you know, a African theme or whatever. But if you want to feel... Uh, that you're part of your surroundings it's about the old camouflage you know like yeah. settling in around your um, surroundings um, and, and if that's what you're feeling and that's what you, I mean people mostly live somewhere because they like the area so you know why do you like the area if you just ask a few questions like that and if and when you're going to renovate somewhere like we did obviously you know we've got that started renovating and just look around you for inspiration is basically what I'm saying. So as soon as you looked out that window, you saw palms, you saw water, even though it's inner city and it's a hustle and bustle and busy, you can bring the environment close to you, which makes people feel so much more at ease. Exactly, exactly. And what about the colours? There's a lot of white as always, but what other colours do you, did oh, you the- pick up? Yeah, I definitely saw white. And when you see, she often, uh, I think that's an old English thing as well, and we've bought that from our colonialism as well, that, you know, your mother would have a tablecloth on the table. So whenever um, a table is set, India Hicks style, you'll always see a white tablecloth. We're just talking about her island home. You know, the, there's palm trees everywhere and ferns and and it's very lush and green and tropical. I mean, it's just southeast of Miami. So it's warm and the water's warm and, and um, she's got soft and vivid pinks and salmons and reds even, and I imagine that would be from the sunsets. The textures she has, the linens and there's tassels which is English like we said the white tablecloth she's got lots of glass just clear glass candles shells furniture wise I just thought uh, there's it's very practical furniture and often wooden it may or may not be painted rattan chain uh, cane chairs the plump feather lounges or pillow mm. yeah beautiful um, she always has signature pieces such as like cuts the palm leaves, which I often do here. Cut whatever you have in the garden and just bring it in. Um, so she often has like huge, like if most people might think, oh, I'll just get a palm and cut like the size of your forearm palm leaf. But she'll get, you know, quite, you know, half your height type of. I think yeah. she matches the scale to the scale of the home as well because she does. Yeah. The home is certainly very grand. Yes. Yeah. But she makes like little thing, you know, it just even one room and then just goes from there. Beautiful. Yeah. I did notice that she had one room that she'd painted in red. The walls were red. Yes. And it just somehow seemed to work. Yeah. Just the dramatic. I mean, she like in the modeling world and things, she would be very 
au fait with, you know, Paris runways and and Italian, that kind of thing, where you just walk in and it's just an absolute statement, almost gallery-like, which is which what surrounded by with her father, with his um, buildings and things that he does, yeah. Yeah. Is he still alive? I believe so. Her husband, look, can I say that? He looks quite old. But I don't think they ever got married. Oh, yeah, partner, I think she says. Yeah. Well, one of the things I like about her is she's a tea drinker. <laughs> well, she's English. Yes. And, uh, you know, and just listening to her mother, oh, my goodness, the stories. So they have, like, she raises money by let by you. I'm not sure of the situation, but she raises some money for um, donations to give away by interviewing her mother. And oh, really? Yes. It's, and so Lady Mountbatten, and it's all very, very stuffy, you know. And um, she tells these jokes. And not very many people laugh about the <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, well it's only that, the kind of thing that, you know, royalty would be exposed yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. But she's another world. You know, they're quiet and seen and not heard and that kind of thing. And I'm not sure what schooling she would have had, but it would have been incredibly. Boarding school probably, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so what? Australian designers or books or emulate a similar style? Yeah, I think there's a lot of coastal and uh, that kind of books and you can have a look around and obviously we've got the Australian bush here. You see a lot of, um, I'm just trying to think of the one in Byron Bay, one of the Airbnbs. I think it's called the, I'd have to get back, My maybe the beach or something. But anyway, but I see that um, Temple and Webster actually at one stage maybe last year or so did a you know this is what India Hicks style Australian style and they uh, gathered some furniture and her look through their store and also I've noticed that down the coast here a Sydney a southern Sydney girl who has done a few Airbnbs or holiday destinations I think she calls them um, and one of those is um, Simone Matthews and she has Soul Home and The Pause is her latest one and actually The Pause is a destination uh, holiday home down Jamboree Way. She's actually styled that off Singaporean and um, and uh, the Bahamas. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So it's, and her, the way she's done that, I think she's married in more hard surfaces so concrete benches concrete floors but then also all the other index type of overlap as well yeah you've showed me some of her work and I'd agree that she's a good example and yes. someone to follow if you like that style actually I've got Temple and Webster coming onto the podcast shortly Oh, right. so yeah they're doing some great things for renovators which is awesome Yes. Okay, so I think we have, just to recap, so that the style is something that really works for many Australian homes and while we may not necessarily need to replicate her exact styling choices, that principle of really pulling the things that you love out of your environment into your designing or your interiors, but of course we do really love the look that she does create by combining, you know, both the natural natural environment and her aristocratic roots, really. 
totally agree. And um, I think if you just have a little, you could have a little exercise where you just walk out in the backyard and have a look around. All my, um, you know, purple and white agapanthus are coming out and I have a huge lemon tree with just like lots of bright yellow lemons hanging down from it. And I have um, gardenias out at the moment. So, you know, you can grab things like that in and to your home and just um, put it around your things that you love and it'll just bring it to life. Exactly. And yeah. go for some oversized bunches, not just the usual cuttings that you do. Yeah, that's awesome. Different, different height vases. So if you've just got glass, like have a tall glass one with a smaller glass and then an overflow of the greenery down to a flower mm. and flowing effect. Oh, I'm all excited now. I just want to go out and do it. <laughs> I think for Chalmers Street I did a morning walk and um, gathered a few things from around the streets of Surrey Hills. Wow. Yeah, and that appears, yeah. that, that appears on the kitchen bench. <laughs> well, yeah, that's very resourceful of you, Sheree. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. So we've prepared a little fact sheet to, I guess, demonstrate some of the concepts that we've talked about in this episode. And you can download that by going over to the www.theschoolofrenovating.com forward slash India Hicks and opting in for the renovation library where you will find the episode notes and resources from this and every single episode we've ever published. So on that note, I'm going to bid you goodbye and I'll see you next week. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.